This is Reservations. I'm Jeremy Blair. And I'm Rain Whalen. I debated on opening with Shalom. That's and, why we were already sort of we yeah, we giggling. Yeah. Uh, uh, because there's no better way to open the show about a Christmas movie than Shalom. So Shabbat Shalom, everyone. I uh, hope everyone's having a good Hanukkah. Hanukkah's been over, dog. Yeah, well, you know. It's been over for like a week and a half. Doesn't matter. Hope everyone had a good Hanukkah. Um, and, you know. And a Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, because as uh, as Jeremy said, uh, this is a Christmas episode, and hence the Christmas sweaters. Yes, go on, if you're listening, just go on the YouTube channel, uh, check out our, our Christmas sweaters. Yours is... Um, uh, mine is uh, my Game of Thrones, so it says Joy to the Realm. Oh, okay. Mine is Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang? Um, yeah, man, protect your neck, guys. Um, so, yeah. But we'll never get to hear uh, the, 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 the one that... Um, you know, the fucking stupid ass Martin Scorelli bought that album. We'll never get to hear that album. No, that's okay. Uh, but there's rumors that Rizza got it back and he'll eventually release it. But anyway, I listen to that. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So this is our first ever Christmas episode. Yeah, we've never done one of these. I uh, I tried to do one last year, and when I told you I was going to do one last year, uh, mm. you I probably threw a fit. You did, did and you yeah. begged me not to. Yeah, because I did not want did not want to do a Christmas movie. Uh, but this year I pretty much said fuck that. We're going to do one anyway, which is fine, especially especially this one because this one. This one's, this one's near and dear. I was about to say, this one kind of hits close to home for the two of us. <laughs> uh, a story of uh, divorced parents yep. and Christmas time. Yep. And, you know, man, like, uh, dad just trying to relate to his son. Yeah. yeah, in a way. And, of course, mental illness and child endangerment. So, uh, if you didn't tune in last week, this week we're talking about the Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, I should mention... And maybe you felt the same, or maybe I'm just an idiot. Uh, this movie confused me for years on how to actually spell Santa Claus. Oh, because they... I always thought it was with an E. Yeah. Because of this movie. Yeah. And I remember... That's why the E is a different color. Yeah. Well, I, well, but when you watch the movie, the poster, it's a different yeah, color. But when you watch the movie, yeah, they kind of give you a little clue when the title comes up. They kind of hold the little, like, flashy light on the Eve just for a second. Yeah. Like, you know, like, hey, this is... A clause, yeah, as like Bernard I, would say in a, the last line of a contract. Yeah, yeah, but Barabbas, yeah, no. he's Barabbas. Hip, yeah, Barabbas is hip to all this shit. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I remember for years growing up, I was like, wait, is it just with the E or without the E? Yeah, thank God I have never in my life written the words Santa Claus in my life. Really? So I've never had to worry about it. Oh, it's because you're Catholic, so you know, yeah, you don't really believe in Santa. We Claus. believe in Santa. <laughs> We believe in Santa. <laughs> he died for our sins. And and he leaves his eggs on Easter. <laughs> That's Santa Claus. I don't know what... Mom's going to hate that oh my, so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, you're, 
I can already like hear your mom typing away typing. On, <laughs> yep, on the comment section. Uh, you died for our sins, Jeremy. Hey. Yeah, Jeremiah Evelyn Blair. Yeah, not my middle name. I'll figure out your middle name. You'll figure it out one of these days. Uh, yeah, man. So, what was what was your earliest memory of this movie? I can't remember because I mean we've been watching it every year. Yeah. Since it came out, so yeah, it's, I, I was one when it came out. So, uh, actually, almost two. Was it? Yeah. It was ninety four. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, I was on Christmas that. time in ninety four. I was almost two, and uh, and we would just watch it every year. And so now, okay, so I've experienced this movie in several different ways because the first few times I watched, the first several times I watched it, um. You know, I didn't really pay much attention to the divorce part. You haven't planted the seed uh, in my mom to divorce <laughs> my dad yet. <laughs> you you hadn't put that idea in her mind yet, and so well, we were, so we were a happy family until then, and so <laughs> and so I I honest to God never even paid attention. Well, to that I part. mean, but as as a as a kid, you're not going to. I guess. You're yeah, you're not going to pay. I don't even remember. As a kid, understanding like, yeah. well, wait, why? Who's this Neil guy? Yeah, who's Neil? Who's Neil? He seems pretty cool though. Like, I want some of his sweaters, but I mean, well, now that we're older, dude. As an adult, Neil is the smartest guy. He's like, this guy's crazy, and I would be the yeah, this guy's yeah, crazy. Uh, right. And shout out to Judge Reinhold. Uh, Judge, Judge Reinhold, Reinhold is the fucking best. Um, yeah. Please, I know you've slightly retired from acting. Please come back. Yeah, come back and make some more, uh, some more Santa Claus movies. Oh, that they're gonna have to convince Tim Allen first. Oh, no. Uh, elevator pitch: Neil, new Santa Claus. Boom. Psychiatrist Santa. <laughs> Could you imagine? Wakes the kids up every Christmas. So how does that? How does that make you feel? Yeah, like I see you wanted a bike, but you already have one. What 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 what's the thought process? And his and his beard isn't full. It's just like kind of like stubble, you know. It's just like white stubble. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah. That'd anyway, be tight. anyway. So okay. So yeah, no. So I, I get it. As a kid, you you don't pay attention to that. Um, what first pops up in my mind is, which is funny because I was trolling you with it before we started, is the music. Um, yeah. Because the music is so prevalent in that. Um, uh, I remember every beat to this movie like breathing because I've seen it so many times yeah. and that it's, I just remember the music cues. You know what I mean? If well, you play me a piece of music from the movie, uh-huh. I'll tell you exactly, exactly what yeah. scene it's in. Right. Yeah. And uh, shout out to the people who are listening. Uh, we open it with uh, a music from a scene we were talking about a few weeks ago when we were doing our gingerbread <laughs> yeah. competition uh, the a part that a scene that I just want to tease because we'll get to that scene, but you made up a good point that I never really realized. Uh, he's making all this food, so much food for two people, yeah, and one of them is an eight year old little boy. Yeah, he's not going to eat that much. No, no, he's making so much food. <laughs> he's making so much food. Like there's no, there, there's no reason for that. All of it's burnt. But, yeah, but. Uh, so Jeremy, for those people who haven't seen this movie, yeah. First of all, how dare you? Yeah. Um, but second of all, how should we explain this movie to them? So, the the very simple premise is, you kill Santa, you be Santa. Yes. So, um, <laughs> no. Tim Allen is a toy company executive. 
Yeah. Um, and is in not in the middle of divorce has already been divorced. Yes. Uh, but it seems pretty fresh. And yeah, I would I would say so. I would say maybe they've only been divorced maybe a year or two. Yeah. It has not been long. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it is his turn, I guess, to have Charlie for Christmas Eve. Charlie and, is his son. And Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not the best dad. No. No. And, you know, he's sort of like, there are moments that are very endearing where he's just like, yo, like, don't try to get him not to believe in Santa, homie. Like, that's his innocence right there. And... <laughs> and, and so that's sort of nice but then he's like very you know sort of like he's very uh, annoyed yeah he's very annoyed by like charlie's uh uh of sort of charlie's innocence too and i guess but it's also like maybe it's maybe it's this okay he is annoyed by charlie asking so many questions because neil has planted it in his head to ask questions Yes. Right? And so instead of taking everything as, at face value, like a stupid kid should, he is like Charlie's uh, he's questioning everything. Yeah, man. Like, like he's not taking anything at face value. Nah. You know what I mean? Nah. Um, which is it, which is kind of funny because it kind of sets up the later conflict with Scott of, you know, believing isn't seeing seeing is believe. No, no, no. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. There you go. Um, and he wants his son to, you know, to follow that role. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting that in the beginning of it, Scott's sort of like, he sort of half, he half believes that like, yeah. you know, I want you to believe because you need to believe. Yeah. Because you need to be a kid, right? Yeah. Uh, he doesn't want his childhood to be taken away that easily. Right. Like not like Neil when he was three. Yeah. But uh, okay, so he's sort of like, you know, sort of annoyed. They, they go to Denny's because he burns all the food. Yes, so so the scene that I was talking about yeah. is he, I guess he wants to give Charlie a traditional uh, Christmas Eve dinner. Too traditional. Too traditional. Like, and like great f- transition, by the yes, way. Yes, very good. Because uh, you think like, wow, he's making like this great turkey. Wow, look, look at those sweet potatoes. And the transition from it's the cooking show to the actual table is seamless. So good. Uh, but yeah, h- half of it's burnt. It's made incorrectly. The turkey's on fire. The turkey's on fire. Uh, and he still planned on eating it after he put out the flames. Yeah. Yeah. After he doused it once with the fire extinguisher, he goes, it's all done. <laughs> all the- We're good to go. Those flames are really big, Dad. Yeah, turkey's funny that way. <laughs> and then, and then it-, it catches fire again. And even the glass... Trey is engulfed in flames. Yeah. So funny. So they go to Denny's. It's a good gag. So yeah, they go to Denny's, you know, they... Where all the single fathers take their kids on Christmas Eve. So funny. And uh, these are these are quotes. So another thing that I take away from this movie is the quotes. Oh, right? the quotes we'll are great. we'll get to the quotes that uh, my family shares. Uh, oh, the quotes are great. My mom, my dad, we all do it, right? So goes to Denny's, uh, goes home. Hasn't really been a successful evening, right? No, he's, but he, he sort of he sort of saves it a little bit with Charlie still wanting to put out milk and cookies. Yeah. Even though Charlie has been questioning all night about, well, Santa's not real, Dad. You know, yada, yada, yada. But he, Scott kind of sort of turns him around a little bit. Yeah. And then 
we get our reveal. Yeah, and then old boy Santa shows up. Santa is real. Santa is real, and he's on the roof, or roof. Roof, uh, yeah, as Tim Allen Tim Allen says it. And Tim Allen, or Scott, scares Santa Claus, and he falls off the roof and dies. Yeah. Um... (laughs) Or uh, if if you think about it, it's very horrific for a children's movie and a Christmas movie. Um, All right, so he just he straight up dies like right away, instantly. Uh, Pretty much instantly dies. I mean, he waves, which is, I've always is found creepy. so weird. It's very creepy. Yeah. that he waves, and we don't see his face. No, which I kind of like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's meant to imply. You know, of course, it's meant to imply that Santa is interchangeable, so it doesn't matter what he looks like. We are all Santa, and Santa is all of us. Exactly, um, and then uh, and then Scott, at the behest of Charlie, annoying him. By the way, not a well-behaved kid. Yeah, Charlie, in this first half, is the fucking worst. He is the worst. He doesn't listen to his dad. Nope. He tells his dad. You know, Tim Allen tells him repeatedly, "Stay in the house. Call nine one one." Yep. Uh, Charlie, don't go up there. Charlie, don't touch them. Charlie's the fucking worst. Yeah, Charlie don't listen. And he annoys his dad into putting on Santa's costume. Can't beat your kid in a Disney movie, I guess. Nope. And you can't also hire ex-cons, but oops. Uh, We'll get there. Uh, And so Scott indirectly becomes Santa because he essentially was annoyed into doing it. Yeah, puts on the uh, well. There's the card, right? He pulls out the card. Yeah, and it says, yeah. Put if on some... the suit. The reindeer will know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to yada yada through all this so we can get to it. Um, puts on the suit. Reindeer sends him to houses. He gets the thing. He delivers presents. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah. Takes him back to the North Pole where he meets Bernard. Bernard, uh, our boy David Crumholtz. Yep. Uh, of numbers fame. This is before numbers. Yeah. This is before numbers. This is what got him numbers. <laughs> Could you imagine? It's like, hey man, we. Hey, Dude, man, we, we just saw this movie you're in 20 years ago. 20 years Not ago. Not 20 years ago. It was, uh, it was like, like 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, because that's why he wasn't in the third one. Right. It's because he was doing numbers. Because he was doing numbers. Um, what if the second one is what got him numbers? Oh, my God. Yo, man, we just saw Santa Claus 2. So good. Uh, you it's need I. to be in. No, he, there, that's what they're saying. Like, it's so good. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, I was like, oh. No. And you just no, watched it? No, it sucks. Um, no. Okay, so... So he's at the North Pole, and he still doesn't believe that he's just—he thinks he's dreaming. Yeah, it, it, you know, when I wake up, I'm getting a cat scan. You know what I mean? That's yeah. one of the best quotes. So uh, they give him the rundown. They told him he needs to come back on Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving. Yep. Uh, next Thanksgiving, and um, they got to get to work, right? Yeah. Whatever. So he wakes up in his new fancy pajamas that Judy. Yep. Judy got him. By the way, mom's favorite quote. Thanks, but I'm seeing someone, someone rapping. rapping. Yeah. I never, you actually pointed that out when we were hanging out because I never caught it. And then you pointed it out and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, it's super funny because he was kind of hitting on her. Uh, which, is, which is slight, and it's also slightly creepy. This, uh, you know, 10 year old little girl who's, uh, you know, 2,000 years old. 1,200, I think. Well, it, 1,200 to get the recipe right. Oh, yeah. Who knows how long she's been gotten it right? Yeah, that's true. Or, when she started. Yeah. She's like, she's like fucking, um, uh, Hugo Weaving in, uh, in Lord of the Rings. What's his name? Elrond. Elrond. Not Elrond Hubbard. No. Yeah, dude, he's like Elrond. <laughs> King of the elves. Um, okay. 
So he wakes up, he's in his pajamas, and Charlie's just like, hey, man. Like, you're the new Santa, Dad. Yeah, what's up? And so here's where the movie gets very interesting, is that Charlie is now obsessed with this idea that his dad is Santa Claus and that they went to the North Pole, right? And in a very interesting turn, the movie is going to focus on that's weird, Mm -hmm. right? And... Charlie might be in an unsafe environment. Um, yep. In, um, the, in the care of Scott Calvin. Yeah. Um, I I didn't I not I never caught it until last night when I was rewatching it. Um, you know, because Scott also now that he is Santa, he is morphing into Santa. He is morphing into he Santa. He's gaining hilarious. weight. His hair is turning white. He's Dude, growing a beard. The sound. Of him jiggling his gut. Oh, oh it, it so like a little weight to you. It's so gross. And it, again, it's just like the music. It's ingrained in my brain. Yeah, that sound the of the jiggling, sloshing. <sighs> yeah. Um. So I never caught it. Uh. But it's right before. Um. They meet with the the, the judge. Oh, the judge. Um. Not Judge Reinhold. Um. And Laura. It's a very interesting piece of dialogue, and it's not spoon feeding us, which you hate. I do. She hate. says, "You know, you know, I can't believe you would go behind our backs, confusing Charlie again," which means that at some point during the divorce proceedings, Scott did something to quote unquote confuse Charlie. Maybe, um, or at least in their mind, he confused Charlie. Maybe, or it was you know like. Um... Maybe they assumed he was going along with it at first. Maybe. Right? At the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Maybe like in January or something. Yeah. Um. And then, you know, it's like, oh, well, now you're changing your physical appearance. You yeah, I mean? yeah. We never thought you would stoop so low to change your physical appearance to make Charlie like you. Right. Uh, which, by the way, not a bad, not a bad idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if you were to do this maliciously, it would probably work. Well, so. and and something that... I always have always had a problem with this movie is how hard Laura and Neil come at Scott. Yeah. And it's like, you're not, you're not giving my man a chance to explain himself or hold on. Okay. (laughs) Now I'm kind of on their side on this one only because seeing it from their point of view. Right. It's like, I, I agree. They're going a little too hard. Right. No, I wouldn't necessarily have him explain himself, but I would be like, Hey man, how you doing? What's going on? He's a fucking psychiatrist. Yeah. You know, sit his ass down. Have him fucking committed. That would have been a dope movie, by the way. <laughs> if he gets committed. Yeah. And he's got to, like, break out of that instead of a jail, instead of a drunk tank. He's got to yeah. bust out of well, a mental institution. Well, and I just love... Well, and see, we get a little bit of that, you know, with, with Judge Reinhold going, like, I think you're taking this to an unhealthy level. Here's my card. Yeah. Call me. He should have been a little harder then. He should have been like, Scott... Come on, we're having a session yeah, right now. Right now. Right now. Right. We're going. And and so like I love that this movie is is so different than like your traditional Christmas magic movie, right? Yeah. Where, yes, you'll always get this trope of the no one's gonna believe you pushback. Mm. But this is putting it in sort of like a really like sort of dark ground level where it's yeah. like you're endangering. You're endangering your, your own child. son. Yeah. yeah. 
and or at least people are perceiving you to be a danger to your son and so we're going to take away your visitation you yeah know I mean? like this Spoiler shit, alert this is real shit going yeah. on in this movie and so it's it's not like a hallmark movie where it's like i'm gonna lose my donut shop or whatever oh no yeah unless i get married in 12 hours it's uh, <laughs> you uh, just summed up like every lifetime movie just did ever yeah. yeah yeah hallmark lifetime whatever same thing so uh, i like that this movie has like real stakes Right, like yeah. this isn't sort of like cutesy bullshit. This is, yeah. you know, you're gonna lose visitation of your son. Well, and he does, and he does. Um, they he gets the cops called on him. By the way, he is wearing that Christmas sweater and hat mm-hmm. before Thanksgiving because he hasn't left yet. Yeah. Well, it's I meant, get that he's Santa, but well, and it's also meant to show, uh, you know, his his. I wouldn't say decline, but his his full transformation into Santa. Into Santa that he doesn't. <laughs> all that he buys is Christmas themed clothing because yeah. even when he goes to the judge, <laughs> he's wearing a red shirt with a red tie, and it's like it's got green shit on. It. Like it's it's silly, you know, because well, it's like it's not even Thanksgiving yet, bro. Well, I know, and he's, you know, of course, my one of my favorite scenes is when he's first starting to gain weight, and uh, he lies to his coworkers that he was stung by a bee. Bee sting. Um, evidently I'm allergic and he, he orders a salad and then nothing but sweets. Yeah. Uh, ice cold milk, homemade cookies and, a uh, a Sunday with extra fudge on the side, on the side. Uh, that's one of my favorite scenes. Cause like they're like, by the way, Peter Boyle was fat shaming him. Peter Boyle was just as fat as he was. I'm going to go ahead and call it like it is. That's true. Peter Boyle was just as fat as he was, and he's fat shaming. Yeah. All right? Do I agree with fat shaming? Yes. <laughs> but I don't agree with... Peter uh, Boyle fat shaming him? Because he has no room to talk. Yeah. That's what I have to say about that. Anyway. <laughs> now, here's like here's a weird thing about the... Tra- okay, so we basically got to the... Okay, so... He's morphing into Santa. Yeah. Right. Sorry, we got sidetracked. Morphing into Santa, becomes Santa, loses the visitation rights, um, kidnaps his son. Well, a- only after Charlie finally convinces him that what they did experience was real. Yeah. Because this whole time, Scott doesn't understand what's happening. Um, well, not necessarily does. I don't think he understands. I think he does understand. I think he refuses to believe that's why this is happening. Um, and then finally Charlie's able to convince him like, Hey, no, you are Santa. And then Barabbas shows up. Barabbas, uh, Barnaby, Barnaby. Sh- shows up and, uh, whisks them away. With, yeah. And I love how like Charlie's like, can I come too? It's okay with me. It's like, no one asked you Barabbas. Like, like listen, we keep saying his name wrong and I'm not going to, I'm not going to remember his name. Bernard. It's like, Bernard, my man just lost vegetation rights. If he kidnaps his son. Yeah. He's going to jail. Which is also... Which he does. An extremely real thing that ha- mom used to have to deal with that shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Not all the time, but I mean, you know, you you hear about stuff and, yeah. you know, about, you know, parents that don't have visitation going to pick up their kid. And they kidnap their kid. Yeah. You know, that shit happens. And so, like, that's also very real and very yeah, dark. The, the, yeah. The movie... Yeah. This move. This, this section of the movie is... Yeah. There's parts that are very lighthearted, like Scott dyeing his hair and shaving and it immediately grows back and uh that's another favorite quote of mine um you know the kids lining up at the park telling him what they want for christmas which is kind of weird 
Weird, but... Weird that he actually leans into it. Weird, but I texted my mom today, I'd like some ballet slippers, please. I did text my mom that time. I w- what? What? I want some ballet slippers. Uh... <laughs> But then, yeah, but then the visitation rights and the fact that he does technically kidnap his own son. He absolutely kidnaps his son. That's and then the movie kind of goes back into the lightheartedness just a little a bit. A little bit, yeah. Towards the, the tail end. Because uh, now now Scott has fully embraced, I am Santa. Let's get ready for Christmas. Yeah. Then they get ready for Christmas. Now, question, was he gone for a month? Oh, for sure. Okay. Because because remember, Bernard eats their turkey. Oh, yeah. And he's like, this bird is dry. Have you never heard of basting? Which, uh, the fact that Bernard is now also a culinary expert, yes. as well as an expert in uh, legal contracts. Dude's 3,000 years old, man. Give him a break. Yeah. He's learned a thing he, or two about he turkey is, basting. He's had elf. And so the third movie. And then he, I guess, is killed by uh, Curtis. Because <laughs> then Curtis becomes head elf. Curtis for sure killed. Well, see, they have the similar thing. If you if you you know if you kill Santa, you be Santa. If you kill head, head elf, elf, you become head elf. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> but anyway, and I and I just love the whole time when they're like, yeah, Santa, like you know, we're tricking at your sleigh, dog. And he all he's concerned is uh, not falling off the roof. Yeah, it's like, but yeah, yeah, that's all great. But what if I fall? Off what the if roof? I fall off? That's how the last the guy died. Like, and I'm the one who killed him. What do I do? Yeah, like. Listen, like, man. Like, oh, Santa, we got you this flame retardant uh, suit that you can wear under your suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Um, what if I fall off the roof? By the way, head and hands, still burnt to a crisp. Oh, yeah. I, well, and, and if you catch the scene right at the moment, uh, it's already melted. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. Not yeah. the first time they've uh, been they've tortured. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, and I, uh, it just, yeah, I just, I think that's so funny that, and they, I love that no one answers him. Yeah. They're just like, well, but yeah. Comet, Comet's got his back. Yeah. Comet, Comet's the real one. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he got that, uh, he got that rope for him. Yeah. Okay. And so, um, I've tried to yada yada through the rest of this so we can get to the analysis or the breakdown. Yeah. So, um, he, 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 he visits, uh, Laura and Neil's house and gets arrested because yeah. they set up a sting operation. Yeah. I mean, smart. Yeah. Um, um he gets arrested and those fucking elf SWAT team shows the, up. I saw it cause I was going to remember what the anagram meant. Oh. Not anagram, the, yeah, I think I was right. Anagram. No, you were not. What is it called? It's, um, God damn it. An abrev- no. You bitch. Cause I was, it's not acrostic cause it's an acro- actually. It kind of could be, but it's um, it's not an abbreviation. You bitch. I, I knew it, and then you said anagram. Future rain. Put, uh, put that up on the screen. I'm so mad at you. Okay. What it's called, and then what elfs actually stands for, or E L L F S E L F S. Yeah. E L F S. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So those fucking elf show up. Uh, rescue oh. Santa with the tinsel. And I love the drunk guys. Like, hey, could you get some of that tinsel? Um, and then finally, after an hour and a half of trying to convince his mom and Neil that Scott is Santa, they finally realize, oh shit, he is. Just by looking at him. One of my problems with the movie. He didn't even do a magic trick. <laughs> he's just like, oh. I, I look well, at well, see, 
I think Laura got it first because I think Laura, you know, she was already having cold feet about taking away Scott's visitation rights. And I think just something about the interaction between the, I wouldn't say the final interaction. Well, yeah, yeah. He says something sweet to Charlie and then, you know, says that he should stay with his mom and so that, so I guess maybe she realized, okay, it's not a ploy. To, he, he really is Santa. To steal him. But then it's like, what about what he just said? Even remotely <laughs> means he's Santa. It just means he's not trying to steal your son away from you. That's all that means. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I, I will agree with that because then Neil sort of gets it just, yeah, just by looking. By at looking him. at him. And then he's just like freaking out, <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's pulling it. And I love that uh, Bernard shows up and he's eating his pita that he was making. Yeah. Which is, it's all, it was just all microgreens though, dude. Yeah, it was. There, I saw no meat. It's no, all alfalfa sprouts. And yeah. Uh, and I love that he, he's so infatuated with Neil's sweater. And he's like, do we make this? Do we make this? What is that? And uh, and I love that he's like, he's pulling us into his delusions. He takes his pita back. Yeah. And then Bernard uh, disappears. <gasps> Vanishes. Um, Vanishes into confetti. And then, uh, and truthfully, that's pretty much the end. Honestly, of the, movie. the movie's over by that point. Yeah, Santa Scott goes off. Oh, gives them their gifts that they didn't get when they were kids. To further prove, like, hey, I am Santa. Hey, I am Santa because I knew about your weenie whistle. Yeah, your fucking, your Oscar Mayer weenie whistle that made you lose your faith in me at three years old. You yeah. bitch. <laughs> you fucking psychiatrist bitch. Yeah. Uh, and then, then technically the movie's over. The movie's over. Okay. So. Um, let's. Are you trying to find the right... Yeah, let's talk about, um, do you watch this movie every year, by the way? So it's a, so it's a tradition um, with my dad uh, that we, we watch it on Christmas Day. Um, and if we have the time, because usually we're exhausted by after doing, because we always do Christmas breakfast. After we're doing breakfast and presents, uh, we're usually exhausted, so... Typically, we could only make it through the first movie, but if we have the time, we try to plow through all three. Wow! It's just a tra- it's just a tradition. Wow! Uh, but yeah, so yeah, it's it's we okay. watch it at least every year. once. Yeah. Right, okay. Um. So let's dive into. Let's dive into Tim Allen. Tim Allen. Tim Allen, my man. He was riding high. He right. was because he was doing home improvement. Or, he had, is this no. before home improvement? No. Yeah, because okay. one of the one of the bits of trivia I read is that he had the number one movie at the box office, which was this, uh, number one TV show, home, home improvement, and apparently had a book out. Yeah. All at the same time in one month, he Tim Allen, uh, he was on everyone's mind. Yeah. Um, this is the first time and not the last time that Disney. Um, Hired an ex-con. Hired an ex-con. It was their first time hiring an ex-con. Yes. They said they would never do that. Uh, they, st- I mean, I, they they still stick pretty hard to it. Uh, what was the other one? I don't know. I would just assume that there had been other ones. I don't think there have been, man. They, they stick really hard to... To no ex-cons? To no ex-cons. And I don't know who started that. Uh, Seems like a Walt Disney thing to me. It could have been a Michael Eisner decision. Uh, fuck Michael Eisner. He wow. almost he almost ran Disney into the ground, my guy. I guess, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, our boy Tim Allen had some cocaine. 
charges and some DUIs. Um, yeah, and Disney has a very strict no cons policy. But oopsie daisies, whoopsie daisies. He's so popular. He's so hot right now. <laughs> that Hansel. He's so hot right now. <laughs> that he that they had to have him. And this was his first time uh, leading a movie. Yeah. He, he hadn't had an opportunity to be a leading man yet. Yeah. Outside of TV shows, he was a stand-up comedian. That, that's uh, true. Before he got the, that's how he got the TV show. Um, and his stand, I mean, his stand-up's fine. You know what I mean? It's it's basic macho man stuff. Tim, I've never seen his stand-up. I think he, I think he, ex- I think he, he works. You know, there's certain stand-up comics who are great as stand-up comics. Mm-hmm. Some are great as actors. I think Tim is, he's the actor's comedian. Really? I think he's, when he's acting, he's very funny. Mm. Like, uh, even though Last Man Standing is essentially just a soft reboot of Home Improvement. I hate that show. You hate Last Man Standing? I hate that show. I just didn't like. My dad loves that show. It's funny. It's funny. I just didn't like all the casting changes. That's what. There's a lot of casting changes. There's a lot of casting changes. Um, but I think Tim, when he's he, when he's acting, he's hysterical. Like I, even though this this movie isn't very good, Zoom, I still laugh my ass off because Tim is just so good at it. He's so yeah. good. Yeah. Even I've though that movie's it. not good. I haven't seen it. Um, it's got Spencer Brindlin in it, so I wonder. Like, if they're like, hey, man, remember when we did two movies together besides like, this? Like, no, I don't remember that. <laughs> Wait, Tim, were you in a movie together? How, how would I do that? Um, But anyway, I, yeah. So you brought to the Americas. So I um, I, I just, I love every scene team, uh, Tim is in. in yeah, this of course. Movie. Um, so my point being, he, I, in my opinion, he's a, a stand-up comedian who's better as an actor. Okay. Because I think that's where his comedy really shines. Yeah. And, you know, he's so funny in this movie. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. He, I, he's hilarious. All his, his improv. Uh, Mom and I, um, every once in a while, we'll just go, you would not believe the traffic. So, yeah. when I was a kid, um, I didn't get that. I didn't, I was like, but there's no other cars on the road. And it wasn't until I got older, I was like... He's lying. Oh, he's lying because he's running late because he's a workaholic and he yeah. had to promise he'd be there at this time. Oh, um, uh, not unlike Jingle All the Way. Yes, <laughs> which is like the same fucking thing. Uh, but with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. Sidebar. Speaking of Jingle All the Way, I made this observation the other day. Mm-hmm. In all the very early '90s movies that Arnold did, he's his characters are always given. Very American names. Like Jingle All the Way, his character's name is Harold. Yeah, Harold. When you look at Arnold Schwarzenegger, do you see Harold? No. no. You see a dude who's going to kick your teeth in. It's also hilarious that no one ever mentions the accent. Oh, yeah. that, that he, he never tries to put on an accent, mainly because his Austrian accent is so thick anyway. I don't think he could. No, there's no way he could. But, uh, yeah, I always love that Noah. <laughs> but in Jingle All the Way... Um, He's a workaholic. Well, no, no, no. I was going to oh. say that um, Phil Hartman... Oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Mentions how ripped he is. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, for a mattress salesman. Yeah, because he does, like, he does bring up that, you know, it's like put down to dumbbells or whatever and, like, pay attention to your kids or something. I don't remember what he said. But he does bring it up. Like, let's acknowledge that he's gigantic yeah and ripped anyway 
So back to this Christmas movie. Um, <laughs> Let us know if you want us to do Jing all the way next year. Oh my god. Um, uh, but yeah. So and you know and and that's as we learn from our, uh, our 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 gingerbread competition from Emily, our special guest Alba uh, hates the fact that he became Santa and he's a liar. But it's like. But that's what he... That's an amazing point. Okay, so... But that's what he needed. He, he, he had to become Santa to become the best version of himself. I, I was thinking, like, because I thought about that. You know, Alba's got a very good point. Because as he's transitioning into Santa, you know, mm-hmm. obviously, like, his, his, his attitudes are changing and yeah. his, his personality is basically changing. Um, the strangest one I think is at that, that lunch meeting, mm-hmm. uh, at the pitch for total tank. Yeah. Um, he just loses it on this guy. This, this, yeah, this poor marketing guy. Yeah. He's just, who's, like, who's just trying to give a pitch about a potential commercial. Like you guys could... hired me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, yeah, losing it on him about the elves look funny. Well, they're supposed to be funny. They're elves. Yeah. Uh, Santa. That's racist. Yeah, that is racist. That's elfist. Um, Santa and the sleigh are a combo deal. Why would Santa ever drive the turbo tank? Yeah. Uh, he's going to drive it if he wants to sell it. Yeah. And uh, that the turbo tank is garbage. Now, that is fine. That part, I was like, yeah, you need to bring that up. I mean, it's probably too late now, but you should have probably brought that up earlier. Yeah. Uh, that the total tank is garbage. Um. But, I, and I get it. Listen, I understand that he is, he is morphing into Santa. So he's becoming less corporate. Yes. Um, but I felt like this was too much too soon. I feel like, you know, if he could have like maybe spouted off a little bit and then reeled it back in real quick. You know, I, I, I know. I see what you're saying. Just like losing his fucking mind on this guy. I see what you're saying. It, where he would have been like, well, hey, you know, shouldn't. Like, shouldn't Santa still drive his... Drive. Shouldn't Santa still have his sleigh? And they're like, no, that's stupid. And he'd be like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Oh, no, I, can, I see what you're you saying. You see what I'm saying? Now, now, if he had gone full... Like, if they had waited until, like, he was full-blown white, like, white and, and had the beard... That's different. Then, yeah, you know what? I agree. Because then that would have made way more sense that they're like... I feel like they went zero to 60 there. Um, I, I think... I think it's... I think... I think... I think maybe they... How many times could I have said that? Ow. I keep, cr- I keep craning my neck too bad. Stop it. Um, I think they were trying to prove like, hey, he not only is physically changing, but he's changing right, 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 right. internally. Again, I understand. Um, what, yeah, we're not going to do We're not gonna do another mother counter of, uh, I get it. What about when he verbally assaults um, Veronica on the street? <laughs> Veronica, very nice. Yeah, I mean, she gives it right back. Good for her, but... I'm saying that's not very Santa-like, maybe? I think... I think and he's almost full-blown Santa at that point. Yeah. And I should also mention that they say Scott's age in the movie. My man is 30. 38. <laughs> okay. And Tim Allen had to have been at least 40 by this point. Well, no, that doesn't seem right. You maybe, think Tim Allen was 38? I don't think so. You know, Future Rain, correct us if we're wrong, how old Tim Allen was by this point. By 94, yeah. 94. But, um, but yeah, you know, and I think maybe, I think I'll that, figure it out. 
You talk. You talk. Oh, you okay, talk future Ryan, don't, don't worry about that. Um, well, so here's my point to that. I think that was the last little bit of Scott Calvin. You think so? You know, because, you know, he was with the kids. Obviously, he's not going to be creepy. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, Annie, nice. Oh, Johnny, naughty. Scott or Billy, nice. But then seeing uh, Veronica. Veronica in that very short skirt. Very. It's too cold for them. Uh, yeah. He's already in like some pretty heavy clothing and she's got a short skirt and they're in Illinois. He was 41. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, so, oh, okay. So they made him three years younger. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think maybe that was the last little bit of Scott before he really becomes Santa. They become which, Santa. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Which, now that I say that, contradicts the sequel, Santa Claus 2, because... Lost in New York. A Tale of Two Kitties. Um, like, the Santa Claus 2 undermines a lot of the character development that they made in this one. Mm-hmm. And also dis- also brings in this new rule of the secret of Santa. Like, no one can know that Santa is actually real, even though virtually the entire state of Illinois fucking saw him in yeah. this one. Yeah. Um... But anyway, we're not talking about two or three. Three's an atrocity, and Santa. two two is just okay. At no, best. two's bad. So no, three's the worst. No, I know three's the worst. Two but that is, made two is good. Two has two has its moments nah. that are very funny, like when he desantifies and he's just Tim Allen again. Just fat Tim Allen. <laughs> Just, no, like they take away everything. Oh, like dude, he, he doesn't. Even, oh, I but, thought he was Fat Tim Allen. No, he he eventually just becomes just regular Tim Allen. Now I will give the um, uh, the makeup department. Oh, and the special props. effects makeup department props because he's almost unrecognizable as Santa. Oh yeah, especially when the first time when he shaves the beard off. Yeah, they had to put prosthetics on his cheeks to make it look like he'd gained weight in his face, yeah, and fat, it's yeah. very seamless. And Fat Tim Allen. Okay, so Fat Tim Allen with the white hair mm-hmm. and. No beard, I didn't like. Yeah, I didn't like it at all. It, yeah. it made me uncomfortable. It, it reminds. He looked like fucking. You know what he looked like? Fucking what? John Adams. You know what I mean? Like one of our founding fathers, John oh. Adams. Oh. Uh, by Paul Giamatti, played by Paul Giamatti. No, I like like a like a cartoon drawing of John Adams. <laughs> you mean like Jason Momoa right there without a beard? Yeah, it's not good. I'm pointing at my Dune poster that I have over there. But, like, here's what I'm saying. It was gross and I didn't like it. Okay? Well, but, you know, he also had to figure out if Armand Arsanti is, Armand is, is getting a present or call. I do every once in a while. Will think to myself, randomly, Armand Arsanti? Uh, shout out have... to Armand Arsanti. Yeah, dude. Like, um, the only movie I've ever seen him in was the made-for-TV movie, The Odyssey. Yeah. And I saw that on VHS. Nice. Uh, that movie is like three hours long. Yikes. And they, it is a no-holds-barred adaptation of The Odyssey. Yikes. It is so long. <laughs> and so violent and so cheesy. Cool. Uh, Maybe I will see it. <laughs> <laughs> if you could find it. Damn. I'll uh, just type in Armada Santa and I'll see what happens. Uh, but anyway. Um, By the way, good for him getting on page one. Yeah. Wow. I know. I, I meant to pause to see some of the other names, but I was like, eh. I would assume they would be like family members of... Uh, of like crew. Crew and stuff. and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so I want to talk about um, the relationship between Scott, Laura, and Neil. Okay. Because I think my theory is correct. I think Laura and Scott have only been divorced for maybe about a year. Yeah. year or two. Because Laura's been married for married to Neil. Um, we don't know how long. And truthfully, I don't need to know how I long. I don't care. Um, but, it is, but Scott still holds a lot of... Uh, animosity towards neil yeah doesn't like neil you know makes fun of neil being a psychiatrist which yeah truthfully acronym acronym as acronym future rain uh, if you've made it this far sorry buddy you're gonna have to delete that yeah um anyways uh you know makes fun of neil's profession which yes psychiatrists are you know quack sometimes <laughs> but my man had to get a medical degree mm-hmm he, he had to get that PhD, so Scott, shut up. Um, but, you know, it, it's a very strange relationship, especially for adults. And I say that, and as you know, uh, as a child of divorce, because I have witnessed these relationships firsthand, but it is such a weird, very childish relationship. Yeah. Uh, you know, Scott doesn't like Neil. Neil tries to like Scott, which props to Neil. Props he, to Neil. He's trying. He is trying. Uh, and Laura also is trying to kind of keep the peace, you know, even though she has a, and I will let you say it, the a, haircut. She's got a stupid, dumb bitch haircut. And she's a bitch. You know what I mean? I'll say it. Until the second one, and then we like Laura. Yeah, Laura's fine in the second one, I suppose, but she's a bitch. That's why I don't like her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially with her whole... Uh, you know, I mean, she can't even acknowledge that these quips he's getting off are really good yeah. about Neil. Like, he's why he's, isn't Neil gonna come in? He's afraid you're gonna say something snotty. No, not exactly. It could be sarcastic or otherwise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These quips that he's these 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 jabs and yeah. Well, like, well, Neil's head comes to a point. Uh, you should see him walk on water. My favorite one is, um, you know, Neil actually listens to me. Yeah. And then he charges you for it. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's my a favorite. Really good one. That's my favorite. Uh, yeah, yeah. We should title this episode "Playing Milk's Fine." <laughs> Playing Milk's Fine, which is now that so, one, which is a great segue into the quotes. Quotes. Uh, yes, as we talked about in our uh, Office Space episode, just like this one, this movie is very quotable. Yeah, and as soon as you start laying into the quotes, people know what you're talking. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, yeah, I would, I would assume so. I would hope so. Yeah, I, yeah, I would also hope so. But like, plain milk's plain milk's fine. I say that all the time. <laughs> Anytime I don't get my way. <laughs> could you could you imagine when we went to Weatherford and went to Waffle House and you asked for chocolate milk and she was like, "We just have regular milk." What would you have done if you quoted it perfectly and the waitress was like, "Okay, plain milk's fine." She'd been like, okay, plan milk. This guy's, okay, yeah, whatever. Wouldn't have been able to ask for chocolate milk because then I would have peed on my butt because <laughs> I am lactose intolerant. Lactose intolerant. But yeah, uh, so Close that's... Jeremy. I know, sorry. So that is uh, Jeremy's quoting when they go to Denny's and yes. the, the, uh, uh, <laughs> the majority of the restaurant is taken over by the... Um, I don't want to be offensive, but I can't remember the the party's name. They're either uh, 
Japanese or Chinese, this company goes Yeah, this there. company is... Because as it is set up by Tim Allen, it's an American institution. Everyone loves Denny's. And then we immediately see this, yeah. uh, this Japanese uh, kind of company Denny's retreat. Which makes perfect sense because they probably don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and so because the entire Denny's is full... Uh, they're out of everything. Everything. They're out of eggnog. So funny. They're out of chocolate milk. Hot apple pie. Hot apple pie. And all Charlie wants is some chocolate milk because he doesn't like eggnog, which that's a red flag right there because eggnog is the best. Uh, and he just gives this just defeated, like, I'll let you do it. Plain milk's fine. Because, like. He's so sad. This it's is so- the only time I'll defend Charlie. My man wants some chocolate milk. He did, and he didn't get it. You know what I mean? But he got Santa for a dad eventually. Yeah. Sort of, you know, whatever. Um, So, quotable lines. Oh, um, I hope the guy who lives here is a tailor. Is a tailor. Yeah, that makes Uh, me A good play on words of uh, home improvement. But also... He does put on the the plastic tool belt. Yeah, Uh, and was like... Nah, nah. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of one of my other favorite lines, uh, in it. Um, eh. I do like when Charlie says, when he interrupts him, he goes, lash out irrationally. Where did you hear that? Yeah. Cause it's, it's a super psychiatry thing to say. Yeah. Um, I did my favorite, the, the, you know, here's my card. Call me. I really like that. Bally one. slippers. That one's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, or, uh, Scott's doctor gone like. You know, if you don't like the hair, you should dye it. And you should dye it. Poking his belly. Uh, the doctor was also fat shaming Scott. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Um, oh, shit. And his doctor's also not very bright, in my opinion. Because his, uh, his, you know, his, his synopsis for weight gain. Like, what have you been eating? Milk and cookies? I don't finish the milk. Well, there's your problem. Well, what is, how is that a problem if he's not finishing the milk? No. See, now that's what I thought for a long time, but he said you got to lay off the sweets. Well, like, yeah, I know, but it still doesn't. But I know that's how the. Doesn't add up. The, the sentence structures line up. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's your problem. You got to lay off the sweets. got to finish your milk. Yeah. But he's, uh, but he's Santa. Imagine living off milk and cookies. I think you'd die. Well, and you share something with Scott before he becomes Santa. Scott is also lactose intolerant. Or at least he says he's lactose intolerant to that, as he's so, verbally abusing uh, verbally abusing this little girl. Because <laughs> Santa is watching his saturated fats. Um, that that interaction I love, too. Especially when he comes back, and he is Santa, and he drinks the milk, and he's like, the milk's a little sour. Now that's a, that, the, the, yeah, that one's pretty funny. You, you said you were lactose intolerant. I did say that. Did <laughs> um, you remember? Yeah, because Sarah you never you never the remember the time you get you know verbally abused, <laughs> verbally abused by a man named Scott Calvin. Yeah, who just in your house, um, and I like that he just throws the doll in the tree. Like he's sort <laughs> Do of. Do you want this or not? Go to sleep. He and you hear an ornament it, break. Throws it in the tree. Um, and I love the canoe when he pulls the canoe out and he carefully he's like, and he turns around and it just knocks the tree over and like i love that he digs into the bag good practical effect that is good uh he digs into the bag pulls out the ore and just like throws it <laughs> making um, 
so much noise. I know. And how is it that he didn't wake up this family? But the first house he goes to, the dog barks and wakes up the owner. Yeah, and there's, you hear a shotgun, <laughs> shotgun cock and like, <laughs> there's been gunshots going off. Yeah. Uh, this is Jeremy. Yeah. Are you ready to wrap up, wrap up, wrap up? Yeah, I'm pretty, yeah, I'm, I'm I think I'm we have exhausted you think this, so? this Yeah, animal. you know, like, I guess we could have like gone into more of the, if we could even go more in depth into the ideas of child endangerment, mental illness. Now, the fact that they thought he was losing his mind, it did yeah. nothing about it. That's crazy. Yeah, the most, you know, all they thought of uh, to help him was take away his visitation rights. Yeah, they didn't even think, like, hey, man, this guy needs serious help. Like, I mean, Neil tried, but he didn't try that hard. Nah, Neil, nah. nah Neil like, listen, Neil. like, again, I'm on their side. <laughs> I don't think he's Santa either. But I, I would, I would be like, yo... Actually, I take it back. I'd probably be like, this is hilarious. He thinks he's Santa. You know? Uh-huh. Let's see how far he goes. I want to see how, you know, what he does. He's already yeah. he's already gaining 300 pounds. Yeah. I've gained 45 pounds in a week. Damn. Damn. Uh, that's so much weight. I know, dude. That's like... He's gaining five pounds a day. Like 45? No. That, that would be 35. He's gaining almost... Uh, 3.5? 3.7 pounds a day. I don't know math. I can't do math. I was about to say, I'm like, no. Yeah, it's pretty close. And um, no, it's at least, he's almost gaining like seven pounds a day. Nah, it's like, it's like three points. Like, I know math. Sign me deal. But anyway, uh, so are you ready to wrap up, wrap up, wrap up? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know you didn't really want to do a Christmas episode. No, but this was fun because but- I, I enjoyed. Watching this movie again for the hundredth and seventh time because it, it's 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 a good it's good. I feel like it has cemented itself as a Christmas classic. Yeah, you could take or leave the sequels, leave them. Yeah, um, I would. I mean, maybe watch the second one because you know that's when we get introduced to Mrs. Claus, or the the <laughs> Mrs. Claus, the knee, um, which. You would have thought that I get that that would have been the first thing they told him. Well, that and you would have thought in this movie they would have leaned a little bit more on the claws part. No, but that's fine. Oh, and by the way, oh, in the second one, it's the same card, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's meant to be the same card. It's I mean, it's designed slightly differently. But yeah, this clause is in like the whoop de doos underneath the Santa Claus name. Yeah. Um, in the whoop de doos In the whoop de doos Cool, right on. Yeah. And they have to use like this giant magnifying glass. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, that's silly. Well, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you didn't hate this no, as much I as I thought it. you were gonna. No, I didn't to. hate it. I, uh, I enjoyed watching it again. I enjoyed thinking about it in a different way that I had before. You know, no. for this show, I got to think about movies in a different way. Um, and so I've never thought about it in this way. So that was cool. Yeah. Uh, to get to revisit it through a different lens uh, was pretty neat. Um, so, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. All right, buddy. So, uh, what are we talking about technically? Next the, time. The next time. Yeah, next, next time. So, it won't be next week. Uh, I'll be out of town a lot for the holiday. Yeah, and so we we want everyone to, and you know, also enjoy their Christmas and time with their family. So, there won't be an episode next week, unfortunately. But, uh there will be one the week after that. Yeah. So, so what are we talking about that week? 
Um, it'll be my last uh, pick before the series because you have one more after that, and then yes, the series. And then it's the series. Yeah. So uh, for my last pick, I've been teasing it all season. Uh, we are going to be talking about Charlie Kaufman's uh, Synecdoche, New York. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool. I'm, I'm really uh, excited. Yeah, I've been pretty excited to talk about it because you know we said we were gonna do a Kaufman episode uh, every season. Yeah. Last season it was. Uh, we actually did two. We did Anomalisa and. Uh, was that the same season? I think it was the same season. No, my bad. Uh, Anomalisa was season four. Five was I'm thinking of ending things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and this season. Did we do one this season? I don't think we did, no. So this season is uh, Synecdoche, New Synecdoche, York. New York. Get uh, ready, guys. It's wild. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know anything about the movie. Right on. All I know is that a boy, R.I.P., Philip Seymour Hoffman is yep. Um Yeah, man. I'm excited, bro. Yeah, man. I love Synecdoche, New York. And so I hope you guys do, too. It's really, really good. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, we hope you uh, had... Well, have, because by the time this episode comes out, Christmas hasn't happened yet. No. So we hope you have a, uh, a great Christmas, great holidays, times with your families. We hope you enjoyed the Santa Claus. And we'll see you next time. Next time for Synecdoche, New York.